just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers. It's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic, common sense, compassion. Yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. We are back on the Rational Boomer Podcast. Hopefully your day is going well. It's Wednesday. We're midway through the week. I've been doing the shows alone a lot the last several days, and uh, I've been aching to get a guest on again because they're always very entertaining. They're always very insightful, and I have to do a lot less work. And you know me. <laughs> I have an aversion to too much work. It's amazing. I sit down and I talk for an hour uh, doing the podcast, and and I call that fucking work. Well, I'm old, so you you can understand why maybe I'm 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 easily tired. Anyway, on this show we do have a guest, a guest you've heard from before. He's been on a few times. His name is Dewey. On uh, TikTok, he's at. You can find him at do the right d-e-w-t-h-e-r-i-g-h-t he's got the dewey show a podcast which i was just on and you'll hear that put it this way dewey if people don't get enough Mike, they can always go to your show and listen now i don't know why they would ever be in a situation where they didn't get enough mic i'm on every fucking day on a podcast and i do four or five tiktoks how much more do you have to fucking hear but turn in tune in to dewey's show it's a good show and and i had a good time doing it with him so dewey welcome to the rational boomer podcast it's kind of Thanks a quid pro me. kind of a quid pro quo here but it's not illegal <laughs> yeah well uh i appreciate you having me on i uh, it's a joy to have you on my podcast, and it's a joy to have you to be on your podcast as well. So I'm appreciative of that. And uh, welcome to Mutual Admiration Talk. That's what we're going to do here. You, you hug me, I'll hug you, I'll pat you on the back. We'll be great. I want to, you know, D- Dewey, when he's been on before, we've talked about this, and I, I want you to bring it up again because we're getting closer to tax time. And, and uh, Dewey... Dewey's doing a lot of good things. He's an accountant. He deals with people with tax problems and that sort of thing. Why don't you just tell us about that again? Because it seems like every time we do a show and you mention that, somebody comes through and needs some help. And I understand uh, how stressful it can be to have to deal with tax problems. So Dewey's here to help. Let us know how they can get you to help them. All right. So uh, Mike's mentioned this in past um, and in the past that you'll watch like a late night show or hear something on the radio. We'll help you with your taxes guaranteed. And then they just fuck you out of a bunch of money. Right. And then you're still left with the tax problems. Well, here's the thing that I do. I took that business model and I fucking reverse that shit. So uh, if, if you need help with your taxes, if you're behind on your taxes or you just need someone to prepare your taxes or business taxes, whatever I do it all. Um, you can hit me up, uh, Dewey at taxpayer dot one. So that's D E W E Y at taxpayer dot one, and um, it, and that's it, one it, spelled out O N E. Yeah, O N E. Yeah. So if you if you're behind on taxes, you need help preparing them, or you're in legal trouble with the IRS, you, you'll need a lawyer then. But you know, if you're on the verge of that. 
uh, get a hold of me if you can't afford it. I have a pro bono. Uh, I have a pro bono uh, part of my website. So uh, you just go to uh, taxpayer.one and there's my website and you can read about me and um, I, I, I don't know why, but it's uh, fashionable for people to put their whole fucking life story on the their website. So you can do that. Read about me if you want. Um, uh, and uh, that is uh, taxpayer.one and it will take you to uh, Uh So yeah, and and if you want to email me directly, it's uh, Dewey D E W E Y at taxpayer one. And if you uh, served in the military, um, uh, I'll I'll do your taxes for free. Um, and if you can't afford it, you don't think you can afford it, uh, just apply. Reach out to me. We'll talk. Uh, and ninety nine ninety nine percent of the time, people qualify. There was yeah. a couple of people that say, well, I make $150,000 a year. And I have no kids. And I'm like, go fucking, what are you talking about? You need fucking free help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody wants a freebie. You know? Everybody wants a freebie. I, I You know, uh, and, and the thing is, is if you need help, especially around this time of year, Dewey's available. Just, just at least reach out to him and find out what the possibilities are instead of stressing out about this shit or going on TV and having some clown. I've talked to those people before and most of them are scams. So don't fucking do that. So, so when it comes to taxes, check with Dewey, if you have a need and maybe you qualify for the pro bono, but if you don't fuck it's, it's, it's worth it to have somebody who's working for you as opposed to acting like they're working for you. All right. Let's let's talk about what's going on, Dewey. Uh, CPAC was last weekend, and that was an absolute shit show. Oh, good God. They had uh, empty seats all over Whoa. the place. It was once the preeminent conservative <laughs> get-together, and now it looked a lot like a circus. You know, we had uh, some B-act clowns talking like Donald Jr. and like Nikki Haley and all that sort of stuff. But there was something at CPAC. There's always something at CPAC that upsets me or or I find disconcerting. Last year, it was the golden Donald Trump that everybody was praying to. That's a little weird. They didn't have it this year, but they had a guy speaking, a guy named Michael Knowles. Apparently, he has a podcast or some video thing with the Daily Wire. And he said something, and I bring it up specifically with you because you know, you've told us before on the show that uh, you're part of LGBTQ, you're you're a gay man in Utah amongst all the Mormons. Right. I give you credit for that. Um, but this guy, Michael <laughs> Knowles, came on and was giving a speech in front of every God and everybody and said that he called for the eradication of transgenderism. That's pretty inflammatory. When you say eradication, that can only mean one thing. It's it, it it's a Nazi fucking thing. It's a dictator fucking thing. I want to know if you heard that and how does somebody who's part of the LGBT community feel when they hear something like that? Well, it it pisses me off because you know that 30% of the country feels this way. Yeah. Um and it wasn't too long ago when uh we were the big scary boogeyman that the Republicans were crying, whining, and bitching about. Um, 
gay people and then now people are more open with their uh, gender identity uh and so people are like well they're different so we have to pounce on this how does it make me feel it pisses me off because if i were to say something like uh i want the eradication of every fucking trump fuck in this country how do you think that that would uh go if i said something like that well actually i did say actually i did say that so nobody's (laughs) bitched about it yet well uh that, there you go. But it fucking pisses me off because they're already, I, I don't know. My my question to the 30% of people that feel this way is this. How early do you want transgender people to be put in a grave? Because your words, your actions, your laws are putting transgender children, children, not fucking grown adults. Certainly there are some, but, uh, you are putting them uh, in their graves because you will not accept them. You will not uh, treat them with fucking dignity and respect. And so they they do what they think the only option is, and they kill themselves. They're children that are doing this. And uh, I'm not saying that one transitioned. I'm saying that they have gender dysphoria, which uh, is what makes someone tra- a trans, pers- a pr- trans person. Um, and... You are, you 30% of the people, you are okay with these kids committing suicide. You, rather than do something about it and say, you know what, you're loved, we're here for you, we we see you, you are making laws that outlaw them being them. And so I say to those people, fuck you. You are the scum of the goddamn earth, and I wouldn't fucking piss on you if you were on fire. (laughs) <laughs> because you are having you are you are putting babies in their fucking graves if you want to talk about uh go to that because you say that a fetus is a baby well what well, let me ask you are you in favor of abortion if of, if that baby's transgender probably yeah because they yeah, probably would because they're you're fucking bigots so um what i have to say uh i I, i'm not going to speak on behalf of the trans community but i will speak uh uh on behalf of dewey uh you people that that feel this way about trans people you need to take a good hard look in the mirror because i'm pretty sure you're not too good to look at either so um instead of judging somebody by their appearance what they do and say and how they are why don't you mind your own goddamn business and do your own fucking thing well you know you know the thing is most of these people are bible thumpers and uh i'm not a theologian i've read the bible i've gone to church i've I've, you know i've investigated stuff and i know in that good book it says love thy neighbor right and it doesn't say love thy neighbor unless they're black, unless they're gay, unless they're transgender. It just says, love thy neighbor. So these people are all appalled by abortion. But once kids are alive, they're ready to judge them, ready to ridicule them, and in the case of this fucking clown, eradicate them, which sounds like something a Nazi would say, something a, a, a somebody in the Klan would say. And this is coming from mainstream Republican people. It's fucking amazing to me. And and frankly, what I said on the TikTok was, if we got to look at 
eradication. We've got to eradicate the hate and, and the racism and the misogyny and the anti-Semitism and the hate for LGBTQ. That's what we need to eradicate out of this country, not fucking individuals, just because they happen to be different. It's It makes me very angry because to me, it's the epitome of bullying. Before before I uh, continue, what was the guy's name who said that again about the transgenderism needs to be eradicated? His name is Michael Knowles. He's with Daily Michael Wire. Knowles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, what you said there is absolutely true. If anything needs to be eradicated, uh, it needs to be hate. But I, I also want to say to Michael, you are one of the biggest fucking pussies out there. Because as soon... <laughs> You, you go out there with your big boy voice and you say, hey, let's eradicate transgenderism. And then the 30 fucking people that are in the room that is uh, fit for thousands of people, when they clap, you get your little feeling, you know, make sure right. you pee pee hard. And then you go off of the fucking stage and then you backpedal. Either fucking stand by what you're saying or shut the fuck up, you goddamn pussy Nazi motherfucker. Well, and that's what exactly what they do. They will say something, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Kevin McCarthy, any of these fucking clowns, they will say something, then they will get kickback or backlash, and they'll go, well, I didn't say that. Well, no, bitch, it's on videotape that you said it. But they're constantly trying to gaslight, and the CPAC thing was an absolute joke. Donald Trump went in oh there. My God. He talked. Now, Donald Trump comes up like a... um like a a Mel Brooks version of a dictator. He he you know he did some things and 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 some of his movies about a joke of a dictator. Donnie goes up there. He's trying to promote running for president in 2024. He speaks for 105 minutes, going on two hours, and all he does is spew all the great things that he did while he was president. Each one of them was a flat-out lie. I'll tell you one thing he said. He said, we had the greatest jobs market in the history of this country when he was president. (laughs) As it turns out, he had the worst record for jobs when he was in office. He is the only president to lose 2.7 million jobs. There were 2.7 million jobs less than when he entered. Joe Biden, two years in, has 12 million more jobs. The idea that Donald Trump had the best ever. And he'll say, well, COVID caused that problem. Well, even before COVID, he still was pretty weak. But I lay COVID at his feet. Had he done something as president... We would not have been as big a problem. All these Republicans worry about the shutdowns and the schools and stuff like that. Well, if Donald Trump had done his fucking job, none of that shit would have had to happen. But instead, he called it a hoax and said it wasn't real and it would go away by spring. It's all Donald Trump's fault. And as far as jobs in this country, Donald Trump was an abject fucking failure. Right. He looks at himself as an FDR, but he's really more of an Andrew Johnson uh, the guy that yeah. succeeded, succeeded Lincoln. Um, we just had a civil war. We just won the war. The U.S. I'm, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about North or South. I'm talking about the U.S. because the people in the South were the Confederate States of America. So they're traitors against the United States of America. So you flying a fucking battle, one of your little battle flags with the rebel battle flag next to an American flag. That's an oxymoron. 
And uh, it's also against flag law because uh, that law or, or that flag was a uh, representative of people who uh, were traitors. And yeah. I think that uh, Lincoln giving amnesty was one of the largest fucking mistakes ever. I think we should have hanged every motherfucker that was in the uh, Confederate uh, leadership. Yeah. Not not necessarily the soldiers, uh, because they are just fucking told what to do, and they do it. Uh, I, so, th- in, in some cases, it's that way, but, like, Robert E. Lee, that motherfucker shouldn't have been able to sign an agreement. We should have fucking walked in, shot him in the head, and walked out. Yeah, because absolutely. He, he's a traitor. Well, and, and people will say, I'm just, you know, I'm just showing my heritage. What you have to know is the people in the South, first of all, supported slavery, which was an abomination. But it was Absolutely. the South that seceded, not the North. Right. Exactly. The North wanted to keep it together, but the, the but the but the South is the one that bailed on this country. So you're right; they are the fucking treasonous. They are the traitors, and they should be should have been treated accordingly, like you said. You know, right. Possibly execution. I mean, in those days, a traitor would be executed. Why they weren't, I don't know, but um, they well, were. We they s- were the problem. Well, had we set an example back then, Mike, we wouldn't. We might not have had January six. Yeah, we might not have had Do- Donald Trump. And something that I I worry about a lot, and I see this a lot online, is people saying, "If Donald Trump is a candidate, you know, that's that's great and all like for the Democratic Party." And it is, and I agree, I don't think Donald Trump will ever be in the White House again. But my thing is is this. Remember what apathy got us in 2016. We could have had the first woman president, but we had instead the first Nazi president of the United States of America. So we have to to, uh, vote. We cannot just assume that things are going to be okay. We have to vote. When it's time to vote from local elections to federal, we have to fucking vote and vote blue because Republicans, they want to take away your Medicare. They want to take away your Medicaid. They want to take away your your fucking uh, Social Security, even though you paid into it. They're trying to steal your money that you paid into it. And Republicans uh, that 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 view this, that that think that this is a good thing for the country. You're just basically saying, you know what? I'm going to give you a job, and I uh, I know that you're going to steal from me. So if you own a company, and then somebody comes up to you and says, "Hey, I'm going to steal your fucking money," are you going to hire that person? Probably well, no, not. not. No. But that but that's what people are doing when they vote for people who say we need to sunset Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. And it's like, no, motherfucker, we've been paying into those things, and it's a trust. You can't take it away. Right. It's right. it's our money. So fuck you, politicians. Well, you know, the thing thing about it is is that, that these people will spew lies over and over again until certain people believe it. And unfortunately we have the dumbest of us, the Trumplifux, the base, that believe anything they hear. And and uh a lot of that can be attributed to Fox News. We were talking about this on your show and I, and it's important to bring it up. We know that Fox News is being sued by Dominion for defamation of character for $1.6 billion. 
We know now that because Dominion is sending out documentation and transcripts from this lawsuit, we're finding out a lot about Fox News. We're finding out that behind the scenes, they all believed that Donald Trump lost, that there was no election fraud. They got in trouble because they called Arizona for Joe Biden. There was a lot of kickback. They lost followers. So they chose, instead of going with truth and facts, they would continue to lie because that's what their audience wanted to hear. They don't care if it's truthful or fact. They just care. They hear what they want to hear. Uh, something else that came out in the documents, I'm curious as to what you think about this, what kind of backlash there's going to be. Something came out yesterday that said, uh, one of the transcripts said that Tucker Carlson himself, the worst among them, said that he hated Donald Trump with a passion. That's not going to play well with dirty diaper Donnie Dumpster. But, 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 but what, what, what I'm amazed by is when all this has been exposed, they're liars. They, they, they pushed along an agenda that's just not true. Tucker Carlson goes back on the air and doubles down, triples down, quadruples down, and keeps pushing the same shit. When are they going to learn a lesson? I mean, what do you have to do to get these fucks to stop? I I don't think that they will. And something that I wanted to add to Michael, uh, that little punk-ass bitch that said Michael that about Knowles, transgender. Yeah. yeah um, uh, I, my, my thing is, my question is this to him, uh, why are you so hard up to eradicate transgenderism when there is fascism in our country? You color yourself as a patriot, and Dr. Carlson as well, he colors himself as a patriot, but behind closed doors, these people hate Donald Trump. So pick a fucking lane. If, you're, if your heart and your mind is telling you to go get away from Donald Trump, then get away from Donald Trump. But the thing is, uh, Mike, uh, I I don't think that the Trump people, I don't think the Trump folks will care because uh, if you think about it, Fox News, uh, Fox Entertainment, rather, they're a huge uh, organization of propaganda for Donald Trump. So if Donald gets mad over this and starts shitting on Tucker Carlson, then people aren't going to trust what he says anymore. So uh, there goes Donald's propaganda. So what? I bet is going to happen is Trump's going to say, this is a lie. Nobody said this about me. Tucker Carlson loves me. We all know it's bullshit because of the text messages. And then when you confront, a, not confront, but when uh, Trump comes up to you and talks to you or leaves a comment on your video or emails you, whatever the case is, uh, and they say, well, where's the proof? And then you send them a, a link to the proof. And then they they straight up say, oh, well, that's fake news. Yeah, that's fake news. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, OK, so you think that uh, Fox News or Fox uh, Entertainment, you think that their cash cow, uh, they're going to let their cash cow be shot on by other Fox News hosts? No. So you're not going to hear from it if you watch uh, Fox News exclusively, which a lot of these Trump fucks do. Uh, with uh, Newsmax and OAN, which I don't think will be around much longer. No. But at what point, Mike, do these words become inflammatory 
and, and at what point do these words become uh, litigious? Because if you think about it, he basically put a hit out on transgender people. Right. Uh, his words have impact and they have fucking weight. So the people that love this man, they're they're going to think that it's a good idea to hurt or kill trans people when violence against trans people are already higher than they have ever been in our history. And uh, suicide in trans children are it, it, it is higher than it ever has been in the entire in our entire history. So at what point? Can we sue these motherfuckers to get them to stop saying what they're saying about people? Because what they're saying has weight, and it and it ends up hurting or killing somebody. Well, yeah, and it's not just the transgender these days. It's it's the no. Asian people too because of the COVID. You know, they say it's a hoax, but they want to blame blame the Asian people for it. You know, and they're so dumb that they think any Asian person is from China, which isn't the fucking. These people aren't very bright, and they're getting uh, very, very bold and 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 aggressive and violent against people, transgendered, LGBTQ, the Asian folks, and any number of other folks. And I said this on the podcast yesterday, and 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 I always say this is Mike going dark, but once you keep pushing people and attacking people and injuring and killing people, there's going to come a time when the other people will fight back. And, oh, yeah. maybe, and maybe, you know, we keep hearing about Republicans starting the Civil War. I'm not worried about the Republicans starting the Civil War because they don't have the ball to go up against what they'll have to go up against with Joe Biden in office. But it wouldn't surprise me if some Democrats will say, this is fucking enough. I mean, listen, I have a granddaughter. She's three years old. Yeah, I don't know what she's going to be like when she's 15 years old. Is she going to be different? Is she going to be like everybody? Doesn't matter to me. But if anybody fucks with my grandchild, I'm not a violent man, but I will fucking go medieval. As uh, Samuel L. Jackson once said, I will go medieval on anybody that even thinks about touching that kid. And, and, and I've got to believe that there are other parents and other people that are feeling the same way. They're just moments away from fighting back because these people are finally taking it too far. Eradication, attacking, injuring, killing these people. How much farther you got to go before there's some pushback? Well, I, I think truthfully, uh, if, Trans people, and, and this, folks, if you're whoever's listening to this, hear this. If you hear anything that I say today, okay. If transgender people start fighting back, then they're proving right what the aggressor is saying. So we, who uh, cisgendered people who are not transgendered, uh, we have to fight in their place. Does that make sense? So that we. Uh, they don't get villainized. But, yeah, eventually we're going to come together as a with, with people like Mike, uh, who is a straight, uh, not transgendered man, uh, who would, I'm very positive, fight on our side. Absolutely. Uh, and I know that your listeners would fight on our side, too. But we have to at every fucking point that we see hate and it's going to be a lot 
we have to stand up and say, no, fuck you. We're not going to give you any type of air by th- this Michael Knowles guy. I guarantee you, after he said that transgenderism needs to be eradicated, I guarantee you he is more popular than he has ever been in his career. I, th- I think I think a lot of younger people don't realize this, and I think a lot of older people are just unaware. But the whole idea of how this government handled people of color, uh, mixed marriages, and gay situations, you got to understand in the 50s and 60s, if you were gay, that was illegal. Right. If this were 1962, and they walked into your house and saw that you were in a living arrangement uh, in something other than platonic with another man, you could be arrested for that. That's not that fucking long ago. And then there, you know, if a black man wanted to marry a white woman or vice versa, that was illegal. If you ever watch a good documentary, uh, I can't remember the full name of the documentary, but it's 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 called The Lovings, L-O-V-I-N-G-S. That was the last name of the couple. And there was this couple, white man, black woman, married in Virginia or something like that. And they went through hell just because they wanted to be married and have a family and be happy. People right. were all in their shit. That isn't that long ago. 50s, 60s, we're talking 50, 60, 65 years ago. So how did we get to this point now where where gay people, LGBTQ people, people of color, interracial marriages, how has that become more acceptable? Well, it's because people spoke up. They spoke up and they fought back. And we've gotten to a certain point where it's acceptable and it always should have been acceptable. But now we got these crazy fucks trying to push us back into the 50s and 60s. So if we got here because we spoke up, pushed back and fought back, it's only natural that we do the same thing now to maintain what we have and push these crazy fucks out of the way. We've got to be strong about it. We've got to speak up and we've got to push really hard no matter what it takes to shut these fuckers down. I agree with you a hundred percent. And I, I just want, if anybody who is listening to this is uh, transgender or non-binary, I want you to hear me out on this. Okay. Um, we know that there's nothing wrong with you. Okay. Uh, you are who you are meant to be. That is the way that it works. And I'm sorry that you were born in the wrong body or uh, that you don't feel like you have a place on the gender spectrum. I'm I'm sorry if that's the case. Uh, But I I want to to let you know that these people who are so fucking loud about hate and these people who are making laws, they are not the majority of this country. The majority of America stands uh, behind the freedom of every person. And... I, I'll say this. I, I voted Republican one time in my life. It was 2012, my first election. I wanted Mitt Romney to be president. Um, and I'm so fucking glad that I didn't get my wish because President Obama did such a great job looking back on his career yeah. as president. He did such a great job. But uh, I, if you're trans, non-binary, or if you're like me, gay, if you're lesbian, bisexual, whatever it is, we stand behind you, and uh, we stand together. These people 
are 30% of our country. So there is 70% of people that think that, hey, guess what? Leave you the fuck alone. Let you live your life. Uh, because what you do when you turn 18, meaning if you get, uh, if you're a, 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 let's say, born a, a male, but you are a female, if you get the surgery to match the gender that you are, there is not a goddamn thing wrong with that, and vice versa. If you're a girl who, uh, born a girl and you want to become a man, there is nothing fucking wrong with that. And guess what? It is nobody's fucking business other than your own. It is. It is. And and you asked me to tell this story on your podcast. So if you listen to Dewey's podcast, you'll hear it. And I've told it here on this podcast many times. And I said what I said just to make a point. I had this couple that were really against gay people, gay marriage and all that stuff. And they were ranting on and on and on about it. And I didn't. I didn't wade into it. I, I, they, they weren't really that important to me, but but I decided I'm going to fuck with them a little bit, okay? Because that's I fuck with people. If you if you come say something stupid to me, I may not argue with you, but I will fuck with you. So after they got done flapping their gums, I said, "Yeah, I get. You know, everybody has their own opinion about things, but I'm curious." Uh, what do you guys got going on in the bedroom? I mean, some freaky shit like, like, uh, farm animals, the toys or swings or what, what do you got going? What do you guys do? What do you guys do in the bedroom? And these people were appalled and they said, it's none of your business. I said, fucking exactly. What you do in your bedroom is not my business. What other people do in their bedroom isn't your business. Why don't you just shut the fuck up about it? And again, as I told you in the podcast, on your podcast, that conversation didn't end well. But I'm fine with that because they're uninformed, ill-advised, horrible people. Right. And see, uh, you did exactly what an ally should do in that position. You did it and you fucking handled it. Like I said on my podcast. It was a master class because I asked Mike, I said, please, please tell this story because it, it has so much weight. Um, and it might even open somebody's eyes, like, because you, you went so far out on the ledge that you were barely fucking, you fell off the ledge. You went so far <laughs> off of that to prove a point. And I guarantee you on the, on the ride home that night, they thought, about that whether they said something to each other or not i guarantee you that that made them think huh he's right you know you, you know what it what i did guarantee by doing what i've done because i've had this experience in the past where i've put set somebody straight and they really didn't have anything to say about it i guarantee if i see them someplace they won't come talk to me they're either mad at me or don't want to wade into it. You know, that's the funny thing when you when you do the things I do and I'm kind of in your face and I'm kind of blatant, not afraid to say what I think. All those people who are bullies, they avoid me. Because oh, yeah. the last thing a bully wants is pushback. They don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want anybody to fight. They want to beat up on somebody who's weaker. So if there are kids out there that are transgendered and uh, – uh, Oh, white people want to beat on them. In my mind, they're bullies. And I have a very adverse feeling about bullies. When I see somebody oh, yeah. bully, if I can do something about it, I want to wade into it. And uh, it just, it frustrates me to know and how simple minded, how stupid fucking people are. And uh, 
as I've said this before, I have a very low tolerance for stupid. I can take a lot of things. You can call me a name, but don't be fucking stupid. And don't spew this in my face because it's insulting to me for you to say that stupid shit. Right. And I mean, how how long... And as as you mentioned, I am a listener of, of the Rational Boomer uh, podcast. So uh, I, I know that I've been listening to you for about three months, maybe a little bit more. But my my question is, is this. You've asked how many times to have a Trump supporter on. And you said, look, you're welcome to come on. And I think that uh, you crave them coming on because you put people in their fucking place like it's, it's a master class. I don't know how else to say it. Well, you know, part of it is is my frustration with the media all the time Donald Trump was in office. You would have Donald Trump or you would have Republicans go on there spewing stupid shit and and, and the media wouldn't press them on the matter. They'd say something that was totally a lie and they wouldn't press them. And as somebody who's worked in the media, I know. I mean, the natural reaction is, you said that, that's a lie, and here's why. But they never did that because no. Donald Trump was too valuable as a shit show to get them a bigger audience. There's one guy on MSNBC right now, and he just got on MSNBC, but this guy does not fuck around. He needs a bigger platform even than MSNBC. His name is uh, Mehdi Hassan. I don't know if you've oh. ever seen yeah, I've watched I, I've watched him just deconstruct motherfuckers and and I'm I'm guessing he has a hard time getting people to talk to him but he just destroys people and he doesn't give up you've got to be you've got to keep pushing the issue you can't let them push you off to the side or 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 or, or distract you or divert you and that's kind of what I did with the two Trumplefucks that showed on they'd say something and then they'd want to move away from it. And I said, no, 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 no. Let's go back to this. Tell me what you think. And, you know, they try to divert, distract, and, and delay and all that stuff. And I just wouldn't let them do it. This is what the media should have done in this country. And had they done that, we wouldn't have nearly the problems we have now if they held them accountable. But the media failed horribly. Right. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. When you're a great, when you're, uh, when you are, interviewing someone who whether they agree with you or not if they lie you have to be fucking relentless with them yeah and until they either address it or they say i don't want to talk about it anymore because once they're at a point when they say i don't want to talk about it anymore they're a fucking liar <laughs> because if if i was lying and pushing them on it they would be like no 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 here let me talk here are the facts but no, they don't work on fucking facts. And the media, there's another guy, I, I can't remember his last name, but his first name's Ari. I believe he's on MSNBC. Ari Melber. Ari Melber. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He does an adequate job. But the, uh, the guy, the guy that you were mentioning, he, he's he a tenacious can, motherfucker. He's he, tenacious. He, he is like a dog with a fucking bone, man. And he will deconstruct what you say. And do it right in front of you until you are fucking speechless. And if I had that type of, if I had that type of uh, gift, man, I'm telling you. And and there there have been multiple times that I told Seth my uh, 
husband. Fuck, we've been together 10 years. We're not officially married, but whatever. Um, but I, I told Seth, I said, Mike needs a spot on <laughs> CNN or uh, preferably MSNBC because I know that you would dismantle their fucking bullshit that they spew and you would leave them utterly fucking speechless. But I would only do it one time because I'd be fired that same day. I guarantee you. They would tell me, you can't do this, you should do this, and then I'd say, fuck you, I'm going to do it my way. I might do it my way one time, and then they'd fucking get rid of me because I don't fit the mold that they want on there. They don't need somebody to stir controversy up. They just want to dish out the bullshit and I'm I'm just not going to do that. I don't you, know, you could pay me whatever you wanted. I wouldn't fucking do it. Well, uh Russell Brand, uh the celebrity was on uh whatever with Bill Maher. I don't remember real time. Uh he was on with, with Bill Maher and the executive one of the executives of MSNBC and uh they were the MSNBC guy was speaking about how uh Fox News has become propaganda for Donald Trump and Russell Brandt. You, you should, folks, you should go watch this on YouTube. He uh, puts it them in the same boat. He acknowledges, like, yeah, you did the bare minimum by telling the fucking truth that the election wasn't stolen and it wasn't fraudulent in any way. And Biden is our president. Yes, you did do that. But you also have so much bias that you're not telling the real news. You are just an opinion show. You're the, uh, for the most part, like, uh, you're the Fox News of the left, except for, you know, you're you're not lying about uh, things that could get people killed type of thing. Um, and I agree with that. I mean, we, I miss, I miss, and I, I've watched, hours and hours and hours of tapes of Walter Cronkite yeah. because my my ultimate dream is to become a journalist and so th- this is this is how it used to be you turn the tv on walter would come on he would tell you the news emotionless he would tell you what happened that day and he would not address any way that he felt about the news he would just tell you what happened and then his show was over. But apparently that eventually became not entertaining enough, and it resulted in the left uh, part of the, the the left part of the media giving Donald Trump two billion dollars estimated in free ad space because they constantly talked about Donald Trump, which it was it was attractive to Donald Trump's uh, desired audience. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to have watched Walter Cronkite and some of the others, Chet Huntley and Brinkley and all that stuff. And I've said this before. There is no such thing as journalism anymore because journalism, no. I, I took some journalism classes. I did some news. And basically what journalism is, is reporting the news, all the facts and giving it to people and letting them make a decision on how they feel about it. Um, but. And and that was the right way to do it. I, I think the fatal flaw was was money. You know, as time went on and 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 uh, 
we had all these shows, these cable shows, and even network shows. What's that show that uh, started with the Iranian? God, what was it called? Nightline. Nightline with oh, Ted Koppel. That started. Right. That started when the American hostages with the Iran, and they were on every night talking about this because it was a big deal in the middle to late seventies. Late seventies. And they were talking about it. Now, you have to understand, news for networks was always a loss leader. They felt like they had to do it. They just did the journalistic thing. They told the facts, and that was it. And it wasn't really a big moneymaker. But when Nightline started and 9-11 and then cable news started, then they said, hey, we can make fucking money on this news thing. So exactly. then, it be- then it became perverted. It became more tabloid. And it was more about uh, scandal and salacious shit. And and Russell Brand's exactly right. I heard his little speech, and I don't know if I agree with all of it, but he's right. Fox News is horrible, but MSNBC and CNN aren't much better. They don't tell you all the facts. They just do whatever is going to take to make you emotional or scared or want to watch more. Exactly. And that's what I said. Uh, We were talking and you said, oh, you're a news fan. And I said, trying to be. And uh, you said, uh, let me give you a little bit of advice. Uh, Leave emotion out of it. Be logical, not emotional. And on my podcast, like for me, it, it would be impossible for me to not become emotional. Yeah. Speaking about Uvalde. Um, like something like that, and there, there are there are more gun, uh, there are more mass shootings than there are uh days of the year. And hear hear me on this: if you're in the United Kingdom and one person gets shot with a gun, that makes the news because yeah. it's like holy shit, somebody shot somebody with a fucking gun. But here we're like, eh, it's not newsworthy because there's not more than 20 people involved. When there's more than 20, call me back. Obviously, right. that's exaggerating, but you're right. And and the, the media trying to scare everybody into, I don't know, continue watching? I, I don't know. But they're, they're, on CNN, I was watching, and I don't remember who was saying what. But uh, one guy was saying... Uh, wow, the debt ceiling is approaching really quickly. If it happens, here's what you need to do with your bank accounts and all this other shit. And I'm like, motherfucker, it will not happen. They are not no. going to let our economy and the world's economy, for that matter, no, collapse. it's not going to happen. It's right. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And, and, you know, the thing about it is when you have a school shooting or some shooting someplace, um, Fox News may not even report it. MSNBC, the funny thing about MSNBC or CNN, they'll report it. But the real story for them is the fight between the Republicans and the Democrats and the NRA on whether they should be banned or not. The the actual crime, the actual tragedy gets lost in the political fucking argument. And, and, and that's where MSNBC and CNN and all the others fail the Amer- America and don't do anything close to what is journalism. Exactly. Uh, Fear mongering for money's sake. And yeah, exactly. I don't make, uh, there, there are months where I do do pretty good with my sponsors. And, uh, but for last month, for example, I, uh, 
I think I sold like my, my offer code Dewey for adamandeve.com. Uh, they, um, they sell sexual toys, they uh, lingerie and stuff like that. And, uh, I, I did some ad space on my show every day for that entire month. And I think I got $25 in sales. So clearly people like Mike and myself aren't in this for the money. Oh but no, I'm not in it for the money. <laughs> what, what, well, would it be nice for us to make a little bit more? Fuck yeah, who would say no to money? You'd be silly to not to try. And uh, by the way, if you want uh, to hear about Adam and Eve, I can give you a little uh, spiel. If Go that's ahead. Okay Go with ahead. My- well, well, you know, Dewey, Dewey said, well, you should do some ads with, with, with this Adam and Eve thing. I say, you know, my audience may not be too interested in a 62 year old guy talking about this shit is, is, but, but you know, who's to say, go ahead, do you talk? I'm not going to talk about it. Cause it's, well, I, I, well, it's not very, it, it doesn't, it doesn't come off as sincere with me. Cause I'm, I'm more likely to make a joke about it. So I'll shut up. You go ahead. Well, they actually don't have a problem with that uh, at all. But uh, anyway, if you go to adamandeve.com, uh, no matter how much you spend, no matter what you buy, no matter uh, what you get, they have thousands of items to choose from on adamandeve.com. Uh, if you go to adamandeve.com and pick yourself out something or several things, whichever you want, you'll get 50% off of almost any one item as well as free and always discreet shipping. You just enter the offer code at checkout. You enter Dewey. Uh, at checkout, and you'll get fifty percent off uh, of almost any one item. Uh, Adammel dot com offer code Dewey fifty percent off, and uh, sometimes I had success. And I really hope, I really sincerely hope that because I, I've been working with uh, Mike to get him uh, some brand deals, and we've secured one brand deal, and I'm sure that you'll talk about that. Yeah. In the next few days. But um, what what my thing is, is I said, I know I can get you a spot with Adam and Eve. And you said, look, I'm not like against it or anything, but it, it would sound kind of crazy, you know, coming from me. And, and that's what I thought, too, at first. But then I I started getting checks in the mail and I was like, huh. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If some of you rational boomer listeners a little freaky, go ahead, check it out. I can guarantee you, you I can guarantee you this though, Dewey. I'm not going to the website not because I have anything against it, but for me and my wife, if I go get her a coffee with the right amount of cream in it, I'm fine. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't go any farther than that. We've been married 40 <laughs> years. Yeah, it's just not me. Well, well, I mean, you know, if you want to spice things up a little bit, there's uh, the offer code in Adam and Adam and Eve dot com. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> there, there's so much uh, shit up there, but I I, I don't know. Uh, the last thing people want to hear about is the sex life of some sixty two year old guy. So. Well, where where, where, did, where did I mention my sex life in there? If yeah, you that's, say, true. You know? that's true. I yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, if you're into that, check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Let's make Dewey some money. 
and then he'll do then he'll do your taxes pro bono. So it 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 it, it comes out in the wash. Um, there you go, and and I'll I'll make a deal with you because I want I want to see if people will. Uh, this is a, a literal experiment, okay? Oh, is that what I you're wanna, doing I, here? Oh, this yeah, is what, this trying, is what I'm trying. This is I'm what trying. Dewey's I, doing. Let me tell you what Dewey's doing here. I tell Dewey I don't really want to do that. So now he's doing it here, and if he actually sells some stuff, he's going to come back to me and see. See, Mike, you should have done it. Well, uh, I could have a break it down day by day, and I'll <laughs> I'll I'll split what money I make for March the seventh. Well, it'll be March the eighth, my birthday. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll split that money with you uh, <laughs> I, because um, it's your platform. But I want to see. If don't worry about are like, that. Huh? That, that's interesting because we can give Mike a spot if he wanted to. I'm just just saying if he wanted to. <laughs> well, l- l- let's get off topic a little I, I've bit. Got to, I've got to fuck with you a little bit, Mike. Just yeah, you, bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, and that's fine. I, I have no problem with that. We're going to take a break here in a second. I just want to okay. wish you a happy birthday because today is your birthday, March eighth. And what are you thirty? What are you thirty? Yeah, the big three zero. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to be sixty three in a month or so. Um, so we're thirty three years apart. I've got a son your age. I've got a son a little older than you, too. So anyway, let's just take a quick break, um, <laughs> and uh, I'll be right back. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. All right, we are back on Sex Toy Talk. (laughs) Wow. Wow. You know, I've had Trump LaFox on here, and they said some amazing stuff, but this one kind of gives me some pause. It's just just out of character for me and uh thank you for bringing it up i i, I don't know anyway <laughs> who knows we've got a crowd of people out there listening and they all live different lifestyles and all this stuff and have different well, I'll tell you. Just, if i want to if i want to get my wife hot i take out the garbage and it's as simple as that well uh, i'll tell you something though um i asked the representative uh from uh the Adam, Adam and Eve. I said, um, "Do you do you have uh, like demographics and stuff, like age wise, gender stuff like that?" And she was like, uh, "Yeah, we do because of surveys." And I said, "Okay, so uh, you know, it's not anything that you're required to do, but it's something that you can do if you want." And most of the people that uh, have used my uh, promo, uh, my offer code. Uh, Adam and Eve, uh, which is Dewey, by the way, <laughs> uh, they uh, the the biggest uh, the largest demographic that buys uh, toys and other things are people between the ages of forty five and seventy years old. Wow! Yeah, it's All fucking right. crazy. I thought it would be like you know. Uh, 18 to 35 or whatever. Well, it just so happens my demographic on this show is 45 to like 65, 70 as well. So, 
you fucking freaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> let your freak flag fly, right? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Well, let, let, let's let's talk about what I'm used to talking about. Um, I want to talk. I, I wanted to talk about Georgia. I have an affinity toward Georgia because, as I've said before, my wife and I have a place down in Savannah. We love the place. Savannah is a very blue area in Georgia, and I feel very comfortable down there. The people are absolutely wonderful. But uh, we know that Fonnie Willis is getting closer. She is the DA in Fulton County, very close to sending out some indictments. She went to the special grand jury. We now hear that the special grand jury recommended multiple indictments. She then takes it to the regular grand jury. And recently I heard that uh, May was the point in time when Fonnie Willis might be handing out some indictments. Sounds like Donald Trump and some of his buddies are on that list, too. We don't know for sure. But now we've got the Republican legislature in Georgia trying to game the system. They're trying to change the rules. They're trying to pass bills. They've actually passed some bills. They're not close to getting it finalized yet, but they passed some bills, which basically allows um, the governor or or whoever to kind of kind of pull out people they think are rogue uh, rogue uh, uh, prosecutors. Which is ironic that it would happen when Donald Trump's head is on the chopping block, but the Republicans are trying to go in there and 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 try to be able to pull out prosecutors they don't like if they're going after people that are they're sympathetic with. So it it, it seems a lot like uh, they're feeling Fonnie Willis's pressure and that these indictments are coming, and they want to somehow game the system to knock Fonnie Willis off the pedestal there and take away her opportunity to indict these people. And that, that to me is really troubling. That's not fucking American at all. That is not justice. That is not, not, um, not anything to do with our legal system. I, I don't know if you'd heard about that. Um, yeah, I, I was reading about that. I think this morning or maybe this a little bit after noon, it's been a really long day. Uh, but yeah, I, I did hear, and maybe it was from one of your TikToks, Mike. I, did you make a TikTok about yeah, it? Yeah, 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 I did. And and the, it, it, it urged me to go read about it, and I did. And I just think that that, that is the most fucking, like, the the most Nazi fucking thing that I've, that I've seen, other than, you know, uh, they're starting to try to limit our freedom of speech and expression. But I, my question to you is, at what point does the fucking Justice Department, like, okay, with these bills, these these bills that are uh, requiring that that are banning uh, drag shows, the that are freedom of expression, by the way, uh, yeah. where the fuck is Biden's Solicitor General on this to sue these people to, that are putting these laws in effect? Because yeah, I, this needs to go to high court. Yeah, I'm not sure, you know, either Merrick Garland or the Solicitor General. What's interesting about these bills they're trying to pass, and it's, it's so transparent what they're trying to do. It's, it's, it's fucking blatant as hell. The thing about it is on these particular bills, if they were to get them to pass, they wouldn't even come close to passing till the end of the year. 
Now, what I'm wondering is, and I've heard some people on TikTok presuming that this will get Fonnie Willis to get those indictments out quicker, just in case she runs into uh, uh, some of these some of these legislators that try to take her down. Uh, I've even heard some TikTok people say, "Yeah, it's coming out today, the eighth. Now, I'm a TikTok guy. I got some followers. I don't know anything inside that you don't know. And and, right. and and neither do these other fucking TikTokers. It's real easy to say it's going to happen tomorrow, but they don't fucking know. They don't know any more than I do or you do. But I would suspect that Fonnie Willis is going to act a little quicker on it. Here's an interesting thing. The Republican legislature is for these bills. Surprisingly, the governor is for these bills. The yeah. lieutenant, a lieutenant governor supports these bills. But here's the interesting thing. One of the targets in Fonnie Willis investigations, lieutenant governor. Isn't that ironic that the lieutenant governor would support this crazy change that's never happened in the history of this country? Fonnie came out and said this fucking racist, which it is. It's, it's absolutely racist. Uh, so I don't know if those bills will pass or not. I don't think they can get it done quick enough to stop Fonnie Willis. And, and I'll be honest with you. If Fonnie Willis puts out these indictments and she indicts Donald Trump, Lindsey Graham, uh, Michael Flynn, whoever, she indicts all these people. And then afterwards she gets fired because the Republicans are mad. Too bad. Bonnie Willis will be the most famous lawyer in this country. She'll be able to work wherever the fuck she wants. She'll be very wealthy because this is going to be the biggest case in the history of this country. Absolutely. I mean, look at uh, what. So Robert Kardashian, he was um, the father. He's the patriarch of the Kardashian fucking yeah, and they're worth more than the U.S. military. By God, yeah. fucking Lord Almighty! Yeah, it's the money crazy. that they have. But he represented O.J. Simpson, and that's what brought uh, them to the spotlight. And then there was Kim sex tape. But anyway, <laughs> moving past that, if she, who by the way used Donald Adam Trump. and Eve, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to let me have that down. I was just experimenting with it. I was just experimenting. You yeah, can yeah, cut yeah, it yeah. out if you want. You no, no, I don't. Out. I don't cut shit out. But uh, uh, you're you're absolutely right. Law firms will be fucking throwing themselves at her, saying we'll give you fucking three hundred million a year. Like, dude, there are some big law firms out there who would love to have her name on the letterhead. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If she if she indicts the president of the United States, it will be crazy for her. And if if Georgia wants to kick her out, won't make a fucking difference. She'll still indict him. He'll still go through the process. And, you know, the funny thing about it is, is is people hear that. Oh, Georgia's going to game it. And, and Donald Trump won't get won't be held accountable. He will be held accountable, but it's not just Georgia. You got the DOJ, you got New York. He's he's got endless endless fucking lawsuits and now a judge has said 
that sitting members of Congress can sue him, like Eric Swalwell. This guy is going to be yeah. so mired in legal problems, he won't be able to fucking move. He won't have time to stop for three Big Macs like he normally does. He's going to have to cut it down to one Big Mac because he just won't have the fucking time. <laughs> I have to get on the order from the dollar menu. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, no. uh, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, this guy, it, it, if nothing happens to him criminally, which I don't think is going to happen, because Merrick Garland knows that people are turning up the fucking heat that's under his ass, yeah. trying to get him fucking going. And you've said this many times, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. There will be more outrage publicly if nothing is done about Trump than if uh, some if, if than if Trump is is indicted because most of the country want to move on from Donald Trump and yeah. we don't want to be a fucking joke to the world anymore. So we we'll, we want to move on from Donald Trump and you know. The only way that that's going to happen is that justice is served. Right. And uh, it, it still won't go away because Trumpism will uh, outlive Donald Trump. Because Trump eats like, uh, I, I was watching a video. He he, he drinks uh, 12 co- Diet Cokes a day. Wow. And during his tenure as, as president, it cost him $21,000 to buy all of that fucking Coke that he drank. And probably a lot more for the coke that he snorts, but uh, <laughs> or Adderall. I think it's Adderall, uh, not coke, but maybe coke. Same, uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think, yeah, I think it is Adderall. I guess it didn't hands on the apprentice. Uh, how many cokes, diet cokes? Uh, did you say he drinks a day? Twelve or twenty? Yeah, twelve a day. Uh, Twelve well, a day. I, yeah. he, uh, so if he drinks 12 Cokes a day, knowing when I drink pop, what happens, that means if he drinks 12 Cokes a day, I'm guessing that means he runs through 18 diapers a day. <laughs> oh, it's got to be. It's got to be. Because God forbid he, he, he crawl over to his golden toilet and actually be a big boy. You know, we're training my granddaughter, <laughs> we're training my granddaughter to go potty on the potty. And I'm thinking to myself, why do we have to train her? The fucking president doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's not a disqualification for getting into the biggest office in the world. Yeah, uh, that that guy. Uh, and someone asked him because, as you talked about, the dumb fuck Trump went to. Um, he went to Ohio. Yeah, yeah. and he, he was saying, you know, uh, I'm going to buy everybody a burger. Uh, whatever you want. And somebody said, what's your go-to order? And he's, this is his fucking go-to order. Two Big Macs, a fish filet, and two large fries. Say that again? That's what he orders. Two Big Macs, one fish filet, two large fries, large Diet Coke. Wow. Wow. That's a Trump, that's a Trump McDonald's order. That's, that's serious? Yeah, someone asked him about it, and they're like, oh, yeah, you have to have something for later, huh? And he's like, looked at him like, what the fuck are you talking about later? <laughs> he didn't say that, but the way he looked at him was like he was puzzled as to, like, wait, you don't you don't eat 45 million calories in one sitting? What the fuck? 
You know, here's the thing. If I, I, I if I go to McDonald's, I'll just get one of the package meals, a uh, quarter pounder, fries, and a pop. And I'm usually pretty full. If I'm really hungry, I might get a quarter pounder and a fish fillet. But once I get done with that, I'm so full and I hate myself that I have to convince myself not to go to that extent, not do what my grandmother always told me. Your eyes are too big for your belly. I had occasion to do that when I was younger. <laughs> and now as a 62-year-old man, that shit affects me differently. So I got to be careful. Now you got me wanting McDonald's, man. That was my <laughs> fault, but now I, I got to go to McDonald's after this. But um, how is he not fucking dead yet? Yeah. Because that's... you know that he's been doing... I, I, and, and I'm not saying it's not, um, that's not a fucking threat. It's a question, and it's covered by free speech. So fucking Trump will fuck, leave me the fuck alone about it. But how does a person survive... The the large fries, someone said that if you ate a Big Mac, it takes 12 hours to digest it fully. And it takes what nutrients your body can use, and then it put, you know, they go where they, they need to go. And uh, so he's eating two Big Macs, wow. a fish fillet, and That's two a large lot. fries. That's how many fries? And I don't know if he has like. Uh, uh, two large fries. Two large two fries on top of Yeah, uh, two Christ. Big Macs, one fish fillet, two large fries, and a large Diet Coke. So Think. my thought is maybe maybe there's someone, maybe Melania likes a large fry. I don't know. Maybe that's the case. But looking at him, I'm like, no, that's all him. He's eating all of that. Think, think of this. All that food. Think of how bad that fucking diaper is. I'd hate to be the one oh, having to change that. You know, if my granddaughter eats the wrong thing, it gets a little crazy. When my kids were young, I changed a lot of diapers, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, 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 you know, it's funny. Uh, Donald Trump sits and talks like, uh, I don't know if you heard this too. He said, somebody said, what if you get indicted? And it's funny he didn't say, I'm not getting indicted. No way am I getting indicted. He said, if I get indicted, I'm still running. And that indictment will probably get me more votes, which is not true. But this guy is prepared to see it through all the way, whether he gets indicted or not. And the thing is, he's under the delusion that the Republicans even want him. They don't want him. They don't want him as a candidate. He is a proven loser. They've said as much. So the only way he's going to do this, if, if he runs on a third party, which would destroy the Republican Party and the Democrats would wipe them out. But that's assuming he can even legally run. We talked about this in your podcast that over and above uh with these indictments over and above jail time or whatever the fuck happens to him, a house arrest. I think the first and foremost thing that any prosecutor is going to want to do is make sure that he cannot run for office again. I know the, the documents uh, in Florida, uh, some of the uh, punishment is the 14th amendment and not being able to run for office. I, I, I don't believe, that out of all the indictments, there isn't going to be one thing that says, now you cannot legally run. That's not to say he won't still try, but he won't legally be able to be elected president. 
Well, I, yeah, I agree with that. That's what I think will end up having, happening. Ten times out of ten, Donald Trump signs that plea agreement. Um, I, I also uh, wanted to do the math uh, about the calorie intake that he gets from all of that food daily. Uh, not daily, but um, I don't know. I would say he goes there probably four times a week. But 2,525 calories in a in one sitting. Wow. The only thing that has no calories is the Diet Coke. But um I was trying to multitask and I'm not I'm 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 good at it. But I think that if the prosecution comes to Donald Trump and says, Look, this is a deal, uh no prison time, fucking house arrest, I guess, and then um you know, may, maybe make him do some community service, you know, to humble him a little bit. Yeah, I don't fucking make him go on the side of the road and pick up trash. But um, I, the the biggest thing that's going to be on there is ineligibility for a presidential run. And 10 times out of 10, Donald Trump signs that paper because he cares about himself far more than he gives than he cares about anyone else. I wonder if Donald tells the same joke I used to tell when I was younger. I was a bigger eater. I could eat a lot. And I did because I had no willpower, no restraint. But I would always order this big meal and they say, what would you like to drink? And I'd say, I'll take a Diet Pepsi because I'm watching it. <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump's not exactly watching it when he orders this fucking trough of McDonald's. Um, yeah, you're Dude, right. I how How is he not dead by now? I, I'd be dead if I continued the way I was doing. And I'm... 14 years younger than that motherfucker. Well, and he, like, I don't know. In terms of a president, uh, someone asked President Obama, like, if you don't exercise, you don't run or anything, just walking through the White House, how many steps do you think that you take in a day? And uh, President Obama said 16,000 easily. Wow. And uh, someone asked Trump the same questions and and he was like, I don't know, my my uh, phone says 4,000 steps. And so you know that he goes somewhere. Uh, he, the dude had a fucking red button on his desk for a butler to bring him in a Diet Coke. So, uh, like, I, I don't understand how uh, people look past that, you know. And, like, the dude, he embodies all seven of the deadly sins that people proclaim that there are. Yeah, he uh, does. Every one of them. You know, my, my wife will will get on me and she'll say, you know, you got to walk 10,000 steps. They go, yeah, yeah, 10,000 steps. Okay. So one day um, we're in a car and I go, honey, I just got notified. I went 10,000 steps. She goes, 10,000 steps in a day? That's pretty good. I said, no, that's for the week. I added them all <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so something like I would do. She she was not impressed, and she said, uh, "We're changing that." You know, I I don't listen to anybody. I don't let anybody tell me what to do except my wife, and now my granddaughter. She she <laughs> it's it's like she's a mini wife of mine because she's she'll look at me like, "Are you kidding me?" She even said this. Seriously, Grandpa? And she's three. She's three. So I, I know this is this is going to go against me 
down the road as she gets older and smarter. Well, now, my niece was little. Uh, my my dad, uh, I, he he got home from work, and uh, my little niece was over, and she wanted this toy, and I think it cost like I think it was like a little four wheeler. She was about six or so, and I think it cost like a three grand or something like three that. grand yeah yeah she walks up to my dad and says poppy give me debit card like that um <laughs> no it was I'm, I'm sorry it wasn't for that it was for uh one of those toy tractors the plastic ones they ride on uh i'm getting it mixed up because she said that to him when she she was older but she walks up to him poppy debit card i want a toy uh and she calls my my mom uh her grandmother she calls her mimi so she said, uh, "Mimi, can I get this?" And she said, "If if Pop says it's okay, we don't care. I don't care." So she just, she doesn't walk up and say, "Pop, can I get this?" Nothing like that. She just says, "Put her little hand out, Poppy, debit card." And uh, so he gives her his debit card and was like, "Don't don't bankrupt me." <laughs> yeah, no kid, no kid. Yeah, those those you know those little guys. I I was out at a game basketball game she runs in the halls and she runs down the uh into the lunchroom in this school and there's these brooms hanging against the wall and she always grabs two brooms hands one to me and we got to sweep for a little while you know then her dad my son comes out just he goes junie those brooms are dirty you shouldn't be playing with the with the brooms and she walks right up to him stands in front of him and says my grandpa said I could do it. <laughs> and he looks at me and I go, well, you know, it's fine. As long as she doesn't touch the brushes. It's, 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 she, she's got me pretty much wrapped up. I'm going to get in so much trouble with her, her mom and dad and my wife and her <laughs> grandmother. I'm going to let her do pretty much anything she wants to do. If she comes up to me and says, grandpa, can I have your debit card? Oh, hell yeah. Here it is. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit. I'll give you I'll give you whatever whatever the hell you want. Now, um everybody is very concerned about whether Donald Trump is going to get indicted and 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 I still get people coming to my page all the time. Nothing's ever going to happen. I disagree like you said before. Uh it's one thing to have them say, well, if we indict the president, then it's going to cause all kinds of problems. And as I've said, and, and you were talking about earlier, we know that if he doesn't at this point, if there isn't an indictment and Donald Trump is not accountable, there is bigger problems from the liberal side of things because it's a much different situation. In most situations with the DOJ and grand juries, we don't know anything. Grand juries are secret. And so they can say, well, we didn't have enough evidence, so we didn't indict him. Can't do that this time. We know fucking everything. The J6 committee's evidence out there. The lady from the special grand jury told us a little bit. We're seeing all this documentation. We know too much. And because we know too much, that puts a lot of pressure on the DOJ and Fonnie Willis and Alvin Bragg and all these people. We know too fucking much. There is no way that Donald Trump is not going to get indicted. He has to. Absolutely. Uh there's no choice anymore because they started this. And I mean, uh, 
The bipartisan, as you mentioned, January 6th committee, they recommended that he be charged with four crimes. Um, and we've yet to really hear anything about that other than Merrick Garland saying that nobody's above the law, which if that's not the, if that's the case, why the fuck is Donald Trump not in bracelets right now? Yeah. That's my thing. Well, the reason he's not in bracelets right now is because he is a former president. They're having to be very cautious. And I think they're taking too long a time. But all these people that were recently subpoenaed to uh, come talk to Jack Smith tells us they're at the last line before Donald Trump. These are the people, the Ivanka Trumps, the, the uh, Jared Kushner's, the uh, Mark Meadows and uh, Rudy Giuliani. These are at the top level, just below Donald Trump. And now that Jack Smith is, uh, is getting to those people, we know we're coming to an end there. There's gotta be some um, end result uh, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy that, uh, um, that we've had to wait this long. But one thing to consider is Merrick Garland deals with all kinds of things in the DOJ. Donald Trump is just part of many things. That's why he hired Jack Smith. And as much as it seems like a long time to us, you got to keep in mind, um, that Jack Smith didn't start till January. It's just early March now. So Jack Smith is actually, uh, moving at a breakneck pace. It's amazing how fast he's come along from zero to where he is now to right at the precipice of Donald Trump. So I'm feeling pretty confident about Jack Smith and something coming out from it. I, 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 there, there are times where I'm, you know, confident and stuff. uh, And then there are times where I'm just like, Oh man, when's this going to happen? But, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, listening to your podcast really eases that fucking tension because of how rational you are and how you know you use logic to form your opinions. And uh, when I think about that, and you're saying, you know, he's he's moving at really good speed. It, it, you know, it makes people like me with anxiety feel better. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, but the thing is, is it needs to happen soon. Like we can't, not at the end of the year, maybe August. No. It needs to happen by August. A lot of people are saying it's going to happen this spring, and we are inches away from spring being in March. That means April, May, something like that. Um, and I, I, I think it almost does have to happen in that time frame because – the closer we get to 2024, then we got all these people whining and crying about, well, the election's coming up. We can't do it till after the election. We've already had those delays, the midterms, the holidays and all that shit. Now we're beyond that. We've got an open spot here and now is the time to act. The investigations have been done. The, the, the depositions have been done for Fonnie Willis and largely with the DOJ. There's people trying to fight the depositions, you know, Mike Pence, for example, he's one that pisses me off more than anything. Here's a clown trying to run for the presidency has no chance at all. Former vice president. He was part 
He was involved in that whole insurrection thing. His life was threatened, and he still can't find enough fucking courage to speak on behalf of this country and try to rectify somebody who was trying to mount a coup. Even still, he's so afraid of Donald Trump and the trump he won't talk. And he's delusional enough to think that he has any chance at all of winning the presidency or even the nomination because he doesn't. I mean, 30% of the trump hate his guts because he betrayed Donald Trump. If you lose 30% of the Trump of the Republicans, you can't win. Well, and uh, just before I say anything else, my battery's at, uh, at a, let me look, 5%. Uh, so well, we're I, getting toward the end here anyway, so that's good. Okay, well, if I disappear, that's why. But, uh, yeah, Mike Pence, the Republicans, uh, like the Republican Republicans, uh, not the trump fucks, like my grandpa, who I was talking to, uh, I said, if Mike Pence ran, would you vote for him? And he said, fuck no. And I said, why? Just asking. And he said, well, because there was a crowd of people outside who voted for or who were fighting on the uh, behalf of his boss, basically. And um, instead of saying, fuck you, I quit because of what you did, because they were hollering, hang Mike Pence and Donald Trump inside of that. And um, it, it, he my grandpa said, you know, uh, that he feels that uh, he can't vote for Mike Pence because if he's too big of a pussy to stand up to Donald Trump after all of that happened to him on January 6th, then what is he going to do if the Trump people start uh, to swarm the White House or the Capitol? What's he, what's he going to do to fight that? And my grandpa said he's so terrified of even breathing a bad word about Donald Trump that he won't uh, stand up for himself. So if he won't stand up for himself, he'll stand up for a, he won't stand up for a country. Well, Chrissy Teigen once called Donald Trump a pussy ass bitch, as we know, and I think that True. term I think that term fits Mike Pence even better because he is oh, yeah. just a coward, just a fucking coward, and he has no chance at all to run for the presidency of the United States. He will not get the nomination, neither will Donald Trump, and I really don't think DeSantis will either because he's got a whole another set of problems. Uh, we are coming to the end here. You're running out of battery. Um, so we'll wrap things up. Dewey, thanks for joining me on the Rational Boomer podcast. It's always a pleasure. And uh, get your sex toys. Jesus Christ, you freaks, get a sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I told Mike during the break, I said, I will split the money with you. He said, you don't have to. And I said, no, I promise the people. So Let's let's get let's show Mike that sex toys equals money. <laughs> I'd feel kind of dirty taking money. I, it's just me. I, I'm an old guy. I, yeah, I, I well, choose a charity and I'll donate it to that. How about that? Okay. Yeah, we'll I, I, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. All right. Well, Dewey, thanks for coming by and and spend some time. Uh, like I said, if you just can't get enough of me. <laughs> and God knows why that would be the case. Uh, you can check Dewey's show, The Dewey Show, on the podcast. I did some time with him. Uh, yeah. We did what we did here. Thanks to Dewey for coming by. I uh, hope you all have a great day. 
and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.